Welcome to Travel Tips Tuesday with John Rogers. On today's show, you'll learn up-to-date, creative, and personal tips that will help you make your travel dreams a reality. Enjoy today's episode. Here's John. Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to Travel Tips Tuesday. We're very glad to have you join us tonight. I really appreciate you tuning in each and every week. This is a lot of fun to do. I really enjoy it. I do hope you enjoy it as well. Thank you to everyone that has left me some reviews and that has offered feedback, that comments on the different questions that I put out there on uh, Facebook and stories and also on the news feed and, and elsewhere. I really appreciate y'all's input. Um, it's a lot of fun and we all learn from each other in the process. So last week we had some technical difficulties. The internet actually went out uh, in our neighborhood, so that was exciting. Um, so if you go back and listen to the replay, you'll see some you know glitches and that kind of thing. But Tis the nature of technology. It happens. We roll with it. It's out there. It's real life. And that's just kind of the way it is sometimes. So we are back in the game tonight. We've got a lot to cover. Um, as I'm sure you've heard some a lot of news in the Disneyverse over the past uh, basically week or so. A lot of different things happened out of the D23 Expo in California that went on. A lot of news in Disney Parks um, in the uh, you know production side of things with TV shows and movies and you know, a number of different things that went on, and we're going to highlight some of it, not all of it. We're just going to kind of hit a drop in the bucket um, of it, but uh, that's just kind of to, to sort of give you a, a feel for where we're going. But before we dive into that, I want to remind you of the promotion that I'm running uh, currently for Walt Disney World packages. Also decided to add Disneyland and Disney Cruise Line on there, so if you're going to be booking a travel package in November or December to Walt Disney World. That's again, in November or December to Walt Disney World uh, with park opera tickets or greater um, and a, a stay of five nights or longer, uh, I'm going to be gifting you a gift card to use towards the cost of your trip uh, or you know towards souvenirs, food, whatever, however you want to use it. It's going to be a Disney gift card that's up to you. And I'm going to throw in a 2019 Disney Parks holiday ornament so you can have something to hang on that tree or, or put out to remember uh, your trip for many years to come when you get back. So that's one thing that we're going to be doing. Another thing that we're going to be doing for Disneyland, something a little bit similar um, based on how, you know, how long you stay and you're going to have to have park hopper tickets. I think I'm saying a three-night stay or longer with at least three-day park hopper tickets or longer. Um, either at a good neighbor hotel or one of the or one of the three Disney hotels that are there. Um, same thing with Disney Cruise Line. You book any Disney Cruise Line package. Doesn't matter. Any Disney Cruise Line package um, in November or December, and I'm going to be gifting you either a Disney gift card or onboard credit to use uh, how you would like. So that's just something I'm doing. That's not a Travelmation thing. That's not a Disney thing. You know, if there are some Disney promos that are out there, uh, you're more than welcome to you know stack those on top of each other. For example, free dining is running right now, and as I was looking around for, um, and I promise you I'm going to get to the content here in a second, but uh, as uh, as I was looking around for different promotions and different things that were available last uh, over the last couple of weeks for a client that had reached out to me, it turns out we were looking at some moderate resorts, and you know, and we had priced regular dining for them because there was not a lot of free dining availability in moderates at that point in time. Again, those things are fluctuate. Case in point, um, a couple of days later, I called back to Disney Destinations and I said, hey, help me out. Let's find something for this client. Let's let's figure out how we can save them some money. So we did a little bit of computing, and lo and behold, there is a Garden View room at Disney's Boardwalk Inn, which is a deluxe resort. 
so higher step in quality, uh, you know, more amenities, you know, better room situations, kind of overall, you know, just more convenient to the parts, uh, overall better experience to staying with the moderates. I love the moderates. They're great for me. They're great for our family. Nothing against them at all. Long story, a little bit shorter. Um, we found free dining. There's one room left. Uh, put that on hold for them. And their package with the free dining was actually $200 less. Again, $200 less than what it was if they were paying for dining at the moderate resort. So I was able to save them. I think the dining package would have been about $1,600 if you would have just paid for it outright. Um, those are the kind of things that excite me. Those are the kind of things that I love to do. I love being able to, to save people money. I love being able to save you money. And again, the promotions that I'm doing, it's a limited time thing. They're only available through the end of September. So free dining is going to end around then. There are also some promotional uh, opportunities for discounted hotel rates without the free dining part, but still you get a discounted hotel rate at Walt Disney World as well. If you're interested in any of that, holiday vacation planning, uh, holler at me, let me know. But I want to get into it. Let's talk about it. D23. Um, there's a lot to uh, a lot to cover. So uh, if you want to stay up to date, subscribe to my email list. Shoot me an email. We'll add you on there. Um, but again, there's a lot of things in here. Um, so let's get to it. This is my D23 Expo Roundup. So what is D23? First of all, D23 is the official fan club of the Walt Disney Company. Again, this is not just a Disney Parks thing. This is the Walt Disney Company. So parks, resorts, you know, experiences, um, you know, all the, the, the production wings, television and film, things of that nature are all highlighted uh, at this particular expo. Think like San Diego Comic-Con or Dragon Con in, in Atlanta, if you're familiar with that kind of thing. Think like that kind of experience, but all Disney stuff. So if you're a Marvel fan, it's for you, because guess what? Disney owns Marvel now. If you're a Star Wars fan, it's for you, because guess what? Disney owns Star Wars, in case you hadn't heard. So uh, a lot of different things that you can experience, that you can go, that, that you can... Um, that you can encounter and get to know. Uh, it's named in, in honor of when uh, the company was founded in 1923. Um, it is billed as the ultimate fan event for Disney fans that are out there, and it's been held every other year since 2009. So this year in Anaheim was the sixth year that D23 has been out there. So um, that's just a little bit about that, just kind of the backstory to it. What is D23 in case you've been seeing that floating around on social media? Um, that's that's what that is. So also I'm going to continue to encourage folks tonight to interact. This is a live Q&A thing. Some questions people have already submitted, and I'm going to be getting to those. But if you have a question, if you have a comment, let me know. And I'm going to actually kind of go back here. If you are listening uh, to the podcast version, I'm going back through the comments just to kind of look to see who's been commenting. Um, my friend Josh M. Bowden, who is a California native, is currently in Michigan right now, but is about to head back. He's a huge Disney fan, and he's commented uh, a couple of times on here. Um, and he's right. We should do a live, a live Q&A from uh, Trader Sam's in Disneyland. That sounds like a great idea. Um, I'm actually going to be at Star Wars Galaxy's Edge and Walt Disney World in November. Uh, so be on the lookout for that. I'm going to be there for just a little bit of time, a very short kind of one-day vacation sort of thing before a conference I'm going to in Tampa. Um, and I'm planning on doing some things there, so that's going to be pretty awesome. But I love the live, the live Q&A thing from uh, Trader Sam's. That's, that's a really cool idea. Um, so updates from D23. There's a lot to cover, so bear with me. I'm going to talk fast. 
Um, but I'll try to talk clearly so you can understand and kind of hear what's going on. Again, if you've been following uh, what's been going on over the past few days in the media, some of this may be familiar to you, some of it may not have been. I'm not going to cover everything because we would be here for days. There's a lot to it. So I'm just going to kind of give you the basics. So let's start off with Epcot at Walt Disney World. Epcot is going to be transformed, and this is looking forward to the uh, 50th anniversary. So basically, uh, over the next two to three years, Epcot is going to be transformed um, into three new lands. So like they're not doing away with the World Showcase. It's going to be there. The countries are still going to be there. Um, but they are going to be remodeling what is now Future World, basically. That's going to be transformed into three separate lands. They're going to be uh, refurbishing Spaceship Earth, a lot of the original elements are still going to be there. Um, they're going to refresh it uh, a little bit to make it a little bit more, um, I guess, uniform to today's culture and what's going on. Uh, the new lands or new worlds, as it is in, in Epcot, in addition to World Showcase, are the World of Celebration, World of Nature, and World of Discovery. Uh, there's going to be a complete new entrance. If you're familiar with the tombstones as you're walking into Epcot, those are no longer there. They've been pulled down. Uh, they're going to be doing some things with the fountain. They're going to be doing some things with whole parts of interventions that's going to be going away. Club Cool, the Starbucks is there now, is, is going away. Um, and they're going to be moving some of those locations. Even Mouse Gears is going to you know, basically have a complete overhaul. It's going to move temporarily. So there's a lot of different things that are going on. So uh, Josh says, is the rumor of the new country of Brazil true for a pavilion? That was not officially announced at D23. So there's a number of different things that people are kind of like, okay, what, where are you going with this, Disney? What's going on? You didn't give me enough. You know, because Universal Parks and Resorts had this big announcement about Universal Epic Universe, which is the new park that's in development for Universal Orlando Resort. Disney kind of responded, hey, we got something up our sleeve, too. Um, and they, they announced a lot of great things, like all the different things that are going on at Epcot. But they did not say that there was a new resort uh, or, excuse me, new pavilion uh, coming to Epcot. A lot of people speculated Brazil for the longest time. And I think it would be a great idea. There's space for it. Epcot was built with a little bit of flexibility, a little bit of flex room, a little bit of space for some new uh, pavilions to be built for the different countries uh, around the World Showcase Lagoon. So um, I can see one coming. Um, I can see them, you know, possibly announcing one. You never know. Maybe having a random Steve Jobs one more thing moment, you know, kind of thing. Um, but I could see it being a possibility. I'm still not throwing it out because I think it would be something really neat to see uh, happen for the 50th anniversary of Walt Disney World. Uh, but again, there's a lot of stuff going on. So we've already talked about the new entrance, the spaceship, Earth refurbishment, the three new worlds that are being developed. Uh, within those three new kind of worlds within Epcot that we're talking about, um, there are going to be some new attractions. There's going to be a walk-through Moana experience kind of over by the closer to the land and the living with the seas area. Uh, there's going to be a cherry tree. This is a big one that kind of broke the U official YouTube channel. Uh, but there's going to be a cherry tree lane inspired by Mary Poppins um, at the United Kingdom Pavilion at Epcot. There's also going to be a, a attraction you're going to you're going to you know, walk right past Admiral Boom's house. You're going to walk into number 17 in your attraction. The, the experience is going to begin there. Um, it's going to be immersive. It's going to follow the story, the theme, the atmosphere. 
uh, of the whole Mary Poppins uh, universe and stories. Uh, Dick Van Dyke actually came on stage at D23 to announce this particular thing. So that was pretty cool uh, to kind of have that happen. Uh, There's also going to be a new nighttime spectacular, as you have heard, um, in September. So next month, Illuminations, Reflections of Earth is being retired as the nighttime spectacular. Um, There is a a temporary one that's going to run for around a year or so called Epcot Forever. And that's going to be followed up by a new nighttime spectacular uh, called Harmonious. Uh, So that's going to be kind of need to see how that's you know developed and and what happens as a result of that you know they've promised they're gonna you know add a lot of new technology and it's gonna be very you know innovative as far as their nighttime spectaculars and fireworks shows go so it's gonna have a new soundtrack um a lot of new kind of new odds and ends to it that's they're gonna be really neat and also as a lot of you are probably aware uh remy's ratatouille adventure is in development at the france pavilion now uh and that will be due to open um, in the coming years as well. So we're looking forward to that. Those are just a few things that are going on at Epcot. I did not say everything because, again, there's a lot going on. Uh, but there is more. there are more um, transformations going on at Epcot than there seem to be anywhere else, you know, aside from the new resorts that are being built on property. Uh, there are new, you know, more. there's more going on there than anywhere else. So if you are traveling to the Walt Disney World Resort, that's one thing to be aware of. You know, if there are going to be ride closures, you know, those sorts of things. The park is still going to be open in full force. <clears throat> Excuse me. You'll be able to do Mission Space, Test Track, uh, Soarin', you know, the, the Living with the Land, uh, you know, boat ride that a lot of people absolutely love. The Frozen Ever After, uh, you know, the restaurants are going to be open around World Showcase and those kinds of things. So there's a lot of different things that are going to be going and, and open and moving. So don't think you're going to show up and half the park's going to be closed. Um, for me, when I see that, when I see those construction walls, it's exciting because that means that you know Walt Disney's spirit is alive, um, and that he is is you know his his uh, the history of what he's built in his company, the vision that he has to kind of keep moving forward, keep innovating, and keep developing is something that's real. It's it's keeping the company fresh, it's keeping the experience fresh, so folks like yourselves and many others can make memories. Uh, for a lifetime. Uh, my friend Todd on uh, on the comment says, what new addition to Walt Disney World are you most looking forward to that hasn't already been built, aka no Galaxy's Edge? Uh, something coming after that that you're most excited to see. Well, um, I, I'm, I'm interested to see how... <coughs> excuse me. Uh, I'm interested to see, honestly, how everything plays out at Epcot because there's so much... Um, if you go and look at some of the renderings, you can you know search this stuff on Google uh, if you want, and some of the official kind of sites that are out there. Um, but if you go and look, there's almost this sort of uh, two-level structure uh, that exists in Epcot that that's not there now. That's basically where one of the sides of innovations innovations is now. Um, it, it looks amazing. Like that is just mind blowing me to me to see what they could develop over the next. Uh, a few years. So uh, I, that just looks really amazing to me. Uh, I love that. And again, uh, I'm also very excited if you're talking about uh, outside of, uh, say, outside of Galaxy's Edge, the Tron coaster at Magic Kingdom. Um, that is, you know, they've been working on that for probably, what, at least a year now. And it's still not going to be open for a couple more years. And they're already laying, laying tracks. They've installed some of the first, first few set pieces for it that are going around the tracks. 
So essentially they laid the foundation that started going vertical and they're actually building the ride track system itself first before they enclose it because of the nature and how it's built. Um, so that is really exciting for me as well. Um, I'm look for, looking forward to hopefully doing that um, after it opens, as I'm sure probably many of you are. Um, speaking of, of Galaxy's Edge, they announced the name and kind of gave some more um, bits and pieces of, uh, of, of Rise of the Resistance, but they, they named, which is the new attraction that is opening in Walt Disney World in December. It's the second attraction for Galaxy's Edge uh, in addition to Smuggler's Run. But as I was starting to say, uh, they announced the name of the hotel slash starship. Um, it's called the Halcyon, the Star Cruiser Halcyon, which is a, the Star Wars hotel. Um, but if you're lucky enough and able to get uh, one of those hotel reservations, it is a two-day all-immersive experience. You're going to be in the story. You're going to be part of the story. Um, once you board the Halcyon, it is not going to seem like you're staying in you know, Holiday Inn Express. So um, I'm really excited about that. And, you know, I don't know if that's something that I'll ever be able to do because it's certainly an exclusive level premium kind of experience, but that would be a really awesome thing to pursue. And if that is something that you're interested in, uh, if you're still interested in wanting to go and see Galaxy's Edge, um, say, you know, this fall, uh, around the, within the first few months that it opens, I highly suggest that. It's going to be an awesome place, a lot of great energy, a lot of things to experience. Um, Todd, uh, Josh is saying at Walt Disney World... The Beauty and the Beast ride. I have to go back and look at that. Uh, Todd is saying, I didn't make it to Epcot back in January, uh, but definitely looking forward to going there in 2021. Also, probably most looking forward to the Tron roller coaster. It looks so awesome. It really does. So if you have not seen, uh, and I mentioned this last week, if you have not seen uh, a point of view of the ride on YouTube or somewhere else of the Tron coaster, go Google that right now. I believe it's Shanghai Disneyland is where it is. Uh, go look it up. 4K, if you've got a 4K TV, uh, it'll make it even more awesome. So look it up, and that's going to be kind of what it's going to be like in Walt Disney World. I'm sure there will be a little, few different di differences along the way. But the sky buckets, yes, the, the skyway. <laughs> uh, looking forward to doing that. Um, and, and those things seem to move a little bit faster, be would be a little bit bigger um, than the original sky buckets that used to exist over the Magic Kingdom. Um, Josh was Josh was bringing that up for us. So there's also um, going to be a let's see. Oh, how about this? Um, we've talked about Epcot. We've talked about Disney's Hollywood Studios. Mentioning the Halcyon for a little bit. Uh, we're going to talk about Animal Kingdom um, in a little while when we talk about the holidays. Um, but Disney Cruise Line has actually announced the name of their fifth ship. It's going to be called the Disney Wish. Um, it is going to feature the character uh, of Rapunzel. So if you are familiar with Disney Cruise Line at all um, and kind of the way the ships are set up, each one of them have a, a different, a different name. The Magic, the Wonder, the Fantasy, and the Dream are the current ones that are part of the fleet. They'll be adding the Wish uh, within the next couple of years. Um, they expect delivery in late 2021 and to set sail in January of 2022. Um, the featured character for it is going to be Rapunzel. So on the back side of all the ships... There's a character that's there um, that kind of dangles at sort of part of the theme of the ship itself. Uh, so this one is Rapunzel. Um, I've seen some of the, the drawings for it and what the atrium is going to look like. And I'm very excited to see that. And I think that if you're a Disney Cruise Line client, already had, I've had one reach out to me about it when I posted something on our travel page about that. Um, they were asking about this little thing called a placeholder. So 
putting on my travel planner hat for a second, if you go on a Disney cruise, they have these things called placeholders, which is basically you put a couple hundred dollars down, and that locks you in for a promotional rate for up to 24 months. Within that 24 months, as it stands right now, um, you get roughly around, I think, 10% off the cruise fare and an additional onboard credit and no additional cost. So it is the best way to save. It is the best promotion that Disney Cruise Line has uh, for their guests. So that is that is something that you know I can't get after the fact. So if you sail, you get home, you decide later on you want to book that, you can't do that. You have to book those placeholder cruises um, while you're on the ship. And if you decide beyond that 24 months that you do want to use that money that you've paid on board uh, for, for a different cruise, you may not get that uh, promotional rate that I mentioned because you didn't book it within that 24 month window, but you can use that you can use that money towards uh, the money you put down towards the cost of a cruise, um, just like you're helping putting some towards a deposit or whatever. So the question came up because basically they're inferring: Can you use that towards uh, use a place order towards the cost of a, of a cruise on the Disney Wish when it sails? Uh, theoretically, yes, uh, but it is very likely going to be the highest demand. Uh, ship with the highest demand itineraries, so it's maybe maybe difficult. I have not seen anything to the contrary. I reached out to Disney destinations directly, and they have not said anything to the contrary that people would not be able to use uh, a placeholder cruise towards a Disney Wish cruise when it sails. So just something to tuck in the back of your mind. Uh, along with Disney Cruise Line, they've also announced a new uh, destination. Currently, they have Castaway Key, which is an amazing place. Uh, with kind of age segregated areas for adults, for ki kids, for little ones, um, you know, lots of different awesome things that you can do uh, at that at that private island that they own. But they're also going to have a place called Lighthouse Point that's going to be in the Bahamas. It's going to be in infused and inspired by the culture of the Bahamas. It's going to be uh, built, you know, very eco friendly. Joe Rody, which is kind of the chief Imagineer. Uh, was really kind of in charge of Animal Kingdom when it was being built. Um, he basically he walked on stage to announce this at D23. Uh, it was very excited to, and it's going to be built, you know, responsibly along the way. And they're being very intentional, as Disney is, to honor uh, the culture and to honor the area uh, of which this place exists. So you know, it's they're they're kind of acting, and it is that, that Disney has the privilege of being there. So uh, even though that is kind of some new property that they have acquired. All right. Page two, here we go. Again, if you have questions, if you have comments, please keep them coming. The live interaction is great. Um, it's, it's a lot of fun. Uh, we are talking about, um, right now we've been talking about D23, which is the expo that just got finished in California, the sort of Disney fan convention that's there. And you know, if there's anything that you want to add, uh, that you want to correct me on, call me out on. Uh, if you have any additional random comments or questions I'm, as I'm going through, uh, please let me know. would love to hear from you about that. One of the things I love doing as a travel agent is being able to help folks with, with all the details of their trip and, and helping them keep informed real time and, and up to date. So, for example, when, when I was giving you all that information earlier about D23, I did not go to a second, third-hand blog site. Uh, I almost directly copied and pasted verbatim what you know Disney sent out to their agents because you know I was not at D23. I wanted to give you the most official information 
possible. And that's what I'm going to do. I'm not going to speculate. I'm going to make sure that I communicate with you directly and clearly, you know, about ride closures, about expectations, uh, and all those sorts of things and help you plan a trip that's going to be uh, well worth your time, uh, worth the sacrifice of your money and vacation time, um, and making sure that you have a vacation and an experience that creates a lot of awesome memories for you to remember and look back on. So if you have any questions about travel planning, let me know. Again, as always, I don't charge anything for my travel planning services. So another question that came up, um, and most of these questions either came up from my friend Ben Reed, who is also a fellow Disney enthusiast, um, and also my friend Hope Mackey, which tunes in uh, on occasion uh, into the podcast and live, depending on which platform you're listening on. Um, the question was asked, is, a dis is attendance down in the Disney parks this year? So some of you may have noticed if you've paid attention to you know the news or Disney parks, you know, different, you know, third-hand blogs that are out there, not the official Disney Parks blog, but you know other, other reports and things that are out there, earnings reports and things of that nature, uh, that Disney Park attendance, especially in Disneyland, uh, more noticeably, has been down a little bit over the summer. Um, it was reported that the fiscal third quarter reports have stated that park attendance is down, but that revenue and overall profit for the division that encompasses Disney Parks uh, is up slightly. So there were actually revenue and profit is up a little bit, and that is mostly due to uh, resort hotel um, you know, bookings and the increase in ticket prices that uh, continue to happen um, you know, a few times a year. So um, keep in mind, it is likely, more, more than likely sometime this fall, that Disney is going to um, increase their ticket prices. So if you're thinking about a vacation this fall or even anywhere from January 1 to December 31st of 2020, and you want to book in the ticket prices that are out there now, uh, which are not likely to go down, um, this is the time to do it. Just put the deposit down and stick with it. If plans change, we can get your deposit back, you know, within the, within, you know, before 30 days. Um, and if, if for some reason a cheaper price does come out, a cheaper package, a better package that more better fits your needs, Guess what? I will apply that for you automatically, or you can tell me if you find out before I do, because that you know that sometimes does happen. So I want to make sure we save you money and we get you the best experience possible. So that's just a little bit about it. attendance. I'm not really going to camp out there uh, very long. So one of the things that we talk a lot about on Travel Tips Tuesday are holiday and kind of seasonal experiences at Walt Disney World. Uh, somebody asked, actually a couple of different people asked. I think Ben and Hope both asked about some of the seasonal experiences at Walt Disney World, um, especially uh, for Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Parade, or excuse me, v Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party and uh, the Halloween event, Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party that has recently started um, at the Magic Kingdom. So, yes, it's August, but Halloween is already at Disney. So there you go. So the holiday magic, we're going to start with the holidays first and then kind of get into Halloween because it's sort of already running right now. So the holiday magic at Walt Disney World begins on November 8th officially. So prior to that week, between basically the evening, you know, once the clock strikes midnight on October 31st, so November 1 all the way to November 8th, you're going to see a magical transformation that happens across Walt Disney World property. You know, trees are going up, decorations are going up, you know, new costumes are going to be, you know, the, the characters can be decorated with new costumes. Um, there's going to be new merchandise in the stores, things of, the, things of that nature. So it's a very rapid transformation. Uh, it's something pretty neat to see. There's some documentaries out there about it. Uh, how Disney pulls off all the logistics to make it happen. So I uh, highly suggest looking one of those up. They're pretty fun. 
So uh, new holiday festivities are going to be at every land in Disney's Animal Kingdom. So they're going to be doing some new things there for the holidays, including a new, I believe, holiday-themed show on the Tree of Life, um, as well as, again, some new festivities in every single land. So previously, um, the holiday celebrations have kind of been isolated to different areas. So I'm looking forward to see what's going to happen in Animal Kingdom this year. Um, at Magic Kingdom, there's going to be a new Magic Kingdom nighttime spectacular called Minis. Wonderful Christmas time fireworks, and that's for um, the Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. So, if you have tickets to the Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party, the new nighttime spectacular there is going to be called Minnie's Wonderful Christmas Time Fireworks. It's going to be awesome with the projection technology, the soundtrack, the fireworks. It's going to be great. So, highly suggest that. Um, I actually prefer the Christmas party over the Halloween party uh, a little bit. I think it's just a better overall immersive experience of the theming. Um, is up just maybe half notch. The Halloween party is still a lot of fun. If you've never done that, uh, I have. It's great. Uh, highly, highly recommend it if you never have. So um, I mentioned earlier that there's going to be a new uh, temporary nighttime show at Epcot. The guests that travel during the holiday season uh, are going to be some of the first. They're going to be able to experience the temporary show called Epcot Forever. Just kind of looking back, appreciating the legacy uh, that has been around Epcot um, since it opened in the 80s. In Tomorrowland, rewinding back to Magic Kingdom, uh, in Tomorrowland, they're going to have a Christmas time in July. Excuse me, July. That was a few, that was last month. It's now August. Uh, they're going to have a Christmas time uh, experience um, this Christmas, starting around November, um, where they're going to have some attraction overlays that uh, ha have not been there before. Um, so one of the things I absolutely love about Disneyland are the attraction overlays, like um, the the Haunted Mansion, for example. Um, beginning of September, it is going to be have converted into kind of a nightmare before Christmas experience. And, you know, from then on until after Christmas is over, it's going to have this overlay on it. So it's pretty neat. And they haven't really done a lot of that at, uh, at Walt Disney World. Um, they've done a few things kind of here and there, but not, not you know, overall. So um, it's kind of just to highlight a few things that they're going to be doing. Um, you'll see a lot of different kind of shows um, and characters decked out in different ways in Tomorrowland. For the first time ever during Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party, uh, select Magic Kingdom attractions are receiving special enhancement just for the holidays. So if you get behind the wheel at Tomorrowland Speedway, cannot remember the name of this ride last week. So it's the Tomorrowland Speedway. So once you get behind the wheel of it, you're going to find yourself cruising a festive freeway filled with thousands of lights and stylized decor. Also, the crew over at Monsters, Inc. Laugh For is putting up, and I'm reading this directly from Disney, um, is putting some ha-ha-ha in their ho-ho-ho with a new show for everyone visiting the Monster World during very, Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. Uh, Space Mountain is going to launch you on a trippy jaunt through the cosmos filled with dazzling lighting and high-energy holiday tunes. The Mad Tea Party in Fantasyland has become a wild and wacky Christmas party. Uh, and you're going to spin your teacups to one of four new holiday combos of lights and music. That sounds pretty cool. Uh, all this, in addition to a brand new Minnie's Wonderful Christmas Time Fireworks show, as, as we already mentioned. Uh, there are pretty returning favorites, like A Frozen Holiday Wish, Mickey's Most Merry Celebration, A Totally Tomorrowland Christmas, uh, Club Tinsel, The Disney Junior Jingle Jam, and Mickey's Once Upon a Time Christmas Time, Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas Time Parade, um, and a lot of sparkling de decor, complimentary treats, and things, things of that nature that are going to be present during the Christmas party. So... That is just a handful of reasons why you need to consider 
going during Christmas, especially the Christmas party. Um, you know, that's a great day for these special events like the Christmas party and Halloween parties. Um, I think it's a great idea to, you know, plan one less park day and use book the Christmas party, the Halloween party for that extra day because the lines are typically shorter. Uh, you're going to have a lot of fun um, and, you know, you're going to leave, you know, having that sort of good kind of tired feeling. And, you know, spend the first part of that day before you go to the park, uh, Magic Kingdom, for the special party. You know, sleeping in, maybe go to Disney Springs, maybe resort hop a little bit and see what's going on. Uh, see some of the amazing trees like over in the atriums of the Grand Floridian Resort and Spa or maybe over all the way over at the Animal Kingdom or Wilderness Lodge. So there's amazing tall trees that are inside those green atriums. Um, those would be a lot of really cool things to see before you go and, and see the uh, Christmas party. Uh, the Halloween party, there are a lot of special seasonal offerings at Disney Springs as well. Um, we're going to talk about some of the seasonal offerings at Disney Springs right now. So, at Disney, uh, Disney Springs, um, you're going to see some new food and shopping op options primarily. Uh, the Christmas tree trail during the holidays is also going to be there. Um, so, things of that nature. Hope brings up a good point. Um, and, and this is something that I did not say that I was thinking that just didn't come out. For the special event parties, as it stands now, uh, you're able to get in the park at 4 o'clock. Um, so the party itself may not start until 7, but yes, you can get in the park um, at 4 and go ahead and kind of get the lay of the land and start your experience from there. So they actually have spots that are scattered throughout the parks where you can go and check in if you're already inside the park. Um, before the party starts, you know, they'll scan your magic band, you know, your ticket, what have you, and kind of check you in. And you can go on, grab your bag for candy if you're there for the Halloween party, or just kind of continue your experience if you're there for the Christmas party. So um, they're also doing something different before we talk about Disney Springs um, a little bit more. They're doing something different for the Halloween party this year. They're actually offering something. This was just announced, I think, earlier this week. They're offering uh, basically a kind of season pass. They're not calling it that. That's essentially what it is. Uh, a season pass for the Halloween party. So if you plan on going to the parks during the Halloween party three more times, it's actually going to pay for itself. So this is something that's more so for uh, locals, for people that are closer by that might be able to frequent the parks a little bit more um, than that. So that sounds kind of neat and looking forward to that. As I mentioned, um, a lot of great uh, holiday happenings at Disney Springs. It's a great place to go and just kind of relax and walk around and kind of hang out uh, and have a good time and kick back. If you've had a you know, stressful time getting there or you're about to leave, you know, it's one of my favorite things to do uh, is go to Disney Springs right before we leave. Have, you know, spend a couple hours there in the morning, go to the World of Disney, go to the Guru Deli, get some, you know, some ice cream there um, and check out some of the different stores, stop by the Pin Trading Depot. Go in the Christmas store because it doesn't matter if it's you know June, July, February, or whenever. I'm going to go in the Christmas store and see what they've got, um, and just kind of have a chill time, relaxed time. You know, if you're there during the holidays, check out the tree trail. Uh, again, they're going to have some special holiday offerings and food offerings at some different places that are not going to be present there uh, year round. So uh, Disney Springs, this is all. It's an awesome place to go, hang out, have a good time. So. Uh, I'm going to start wrapping it up now, but if you do have any last-minute questions or comments, please feel free to throw them in. Um, this, can, this has been a lot of fun for me. I really enjoy doing this uh, week after week. And just as a reminder, don't forget about the promotion that I am running uh, that I mentioned up top. Uh, you can go back and listen to that hear about some of the details. If it's not 100% clear about the details of that promotion that I mentioned at the beginning of tonight's broadcast, 
um, please message me directly. I'll clear it up for you. Um, again, this, this applies to Walt Disney World, Disneyland, and Disney Cruise Line specifically. Um, if you are thinking about another vacation destination for November or December of this year, um, holler at me. Um, I will work my best to get you the best deal on it and see if there's anything else I can do to uh, help you out, to help lessen the blow of that, that cost for that experience. Because I want to make sure that you have an experience that you're not going to regret um, when you get home. So I want to help you plan it well and plan it intentionally um, so that you can create some lasting memories that will be there uh, with you and your family uh, for a lifetime. So thank you all for listening. Um, and as always, please, please, please reach out to me. If you have any questions about travel planning, be it Disney, Universal, uh, any of the cruise lines out there, Royal Caribbean, um, Disney Cruise Line, of course, uh, Carnival, Princess, Asmara, um, let's see here, uh, Norwegian, uh, some of the others that are out there, even some uh, river cruising opportunities, please let me know because the river cruises in, in Europe are a great way uh, to see a lot of Europe without having to hop around to a different hotel every night. So uh, Adventures by Disney as well. So uh, Adventures by Disney has the highest guest satisfaction rating out of any Disney destination worldwide. They offer some exclusive and premium experiences that you cannot get uh, with with other travel providers, with other land tour agencies that are out there. Uh, there's a reason why people come back over and over and over again uh, with Adventures by Disney. They do have some experiences as well in the States, even in some of the parks, um, in, in some of the national parks, but also some of the Disney's parks as well, their theme parks. Uh, but love to talk about Adventures by Disney with you again someday. So again, I don't charge anything for my services. Um, as a travel agent that is under an authorized Disney vacation planner called Travelmation, um, I have a lot of tools and resources uh, at my disposal that are not just a computer or a phone call away, but a lot of awesome people that have had some great experiences. We're all here to support you to make sure you have the best experience possible. So I hope that you've enjoyed Travel Tips Tuesday this week. It's been a lot of fun talking about everything that's going on with, with D23, a lot of things that are coming out in Disney parks and also uh, some of the seasonal happenings that are coming out that are new this year. Uh, so I'm looking forward to that and hearing more about it as they come. So if you've got any questions, shoot them my way. Uh, if not, we'll see you again real soon. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Travel Tips Tuesday. We'll be back next week with another episode. See you then.